0: Oh <laughs> Good morning, and welcome to worship on this Baptism of Our Lord Sunday. Welcome to those who are joining us on our YouTube channel, via our podcast, or on our radio broadcast this morning. Our radio broadcast is sponsored today by Chris, Roger, and Andy Lemke in memory of Inez Lemke's birthday on January 14th. Thank you, Lemke's, for that sponsorship. We also celebrate today with Pastor John and Muriel Michelson, who celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary this past week on Epiphany on the 6th of January. Congratulations, Muriel and Pastor John. This morning, we welcome Nathan Miller, who will be sharing special music for our postlude. And as our organist today, we welcome none other than our own Pastor Sarah Miller. Thank you, Nathan, and thank you, Pastor Sarah, for for both serving as our organist and helping share special music this morning. I remind you that a bulletin for this service is available um, to download off of our website, And I remind you that in preparation for worship, you are invited to light a candle and to gather some bread and wine or juice in order to celebrate Holy Communion as a part of this worship today. We begin our worship now under the sign of the cross. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, the fountain of living water, the rock who gave us birth, our light, And our salvation. Amen. Joined to Christ, in the waters of baptism, we are clothed with God's mercy and God's forgiveness. Let us now give thanks for the gifts of baptism. We give you thanks, O God, for in the beginning your spirit moved over the waters, and by your word you created the world, calling forth life in which you took delight. Through the waters of the flood, you delivered Noah and his family. Through the sea, you led your people Israel from slavery into freedom. At the river, your son was baptized by John and anointed with the Holy Spirit. By water and your word, you claim us as daughters and sons, making us heirs of your promise and servants of all. We praise you for the gift of water that sustains life. And above all, we praise you for the gift of new life in Jesus Christ. Shower us with your spirit and renew our lives with your forgiveness, your grace, your love. To you be given honor and praise through Jesus Christ, our Lord, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Our gathering hymn this morning is O Blessed Spring, hymn number 447. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, be with you all. Let us pray. Holy God, creator of light and giver of goodness, your voice moves over the waters. Immerse us in your grace and transform us by your Spirit, that we may follow after your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We now welcome Denise Vick, who will be sharing a kid's
1: time with us. Welcome to the Children's Message on this first Sunday in Epiphany, the Season of Light. Today is a special Sunday in our church calendar. It is the Baptism of the Lord Sunday. This Sunday is all about new beginnings. In our World Story Bible today, you'll hear the story of the very beginning, the story of the creation from the book of Genesis. Let me read you that story. Our story comes from the World Story Bible, page two, in the beginning, Genesis one, one through two and four A. In the beginning, nothing made sense. It was chaos. The earth hadn't taken shape yet. Darkness was everywhere, but God's spirit was already there, always moving, moving, moving. God decided to set things in order. God made light and saw that it was good. God made light day and the darkness night. God created the sky and separated the water from the land. Plants and trees popped out of the ground. God filled the sea with all kinds of fish and God saw that it was good. The sun shone brightly during the day and the moon glowed gently at night. Birds burst into the sky. Bugs buzzed through the air. Worms crawled through the dirt. The fields and forests thundered under the feet of all God's animals, and God saw that it was good. God created people, male and female. I have placed my image on you. I bless you, God said. All of this creation is for you. Eat the plants, tend the animals, care for creation, and grow and grow. God looked over all creation, It was very good. Finally, God rested. Genesis means beginnings, and this first Sunday in Epiphany is all about beginnings. Beginnings may be times when we are unsure about what is going to happen, but we can be sure that God and God's Holy Spirit are with us in all our new beginnings. So can you think of a new beginning that you've experienced? Maybe there's a new baby in your house. Maybe you started a new school or a new grade in school. You might have a new job, or you started a garden for the very first time, or you've moved into a new home. When you had these new beginnings, how did you feel? Were you anxious, nervous, scared, maybe a little excited? While you were experiencing all those things, God and God's Holy Spirit was there with you, lifting you up, giving you faith and confidence to make sure that that new beginning was good. Now remember that we all are children of God and we've all experienced the new beginning of Holy Baptism when we were blessed with the Holy Spirit and the water. Most of us were babies, though, when we were baptized, so we don't actually remember it. But God was there in that sacrament. Now, we celebrate other new beginnings, like the day of our birth, known as our birthday. So why don't we celebrate our baptismal birthday? Probably because most of us don't know what day that is. So I challenge you to find out what your baptismal birthday is and to celebrate it. I bet you can find it by looking in your baby book, the book that your mom or dad has kept with all your little milestones when you were a baby, when you got your first haircut, when you lost your first tooth. And I challenge you to light a candle to celebrate that day, maybe even your baptismal candle that's in your keepsake box to light that candle and to say a prayer of thanksgiving for that new beginning. Now let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for new beginnings. Thanks be to you for baptismal blessings and for God's Holy Spirit. Let us look at all our new beginnings as a chance to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to share that spirit with others. It is in your name that we pray these things, amen. We sing
0: together our gospel acclamation. Holy gospel according to mark glory to you O Lord the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ the Son of God as it is written in the prophet Isaiah see I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way the voice of one crying out in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord make his paths straight John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit in those days jesus came from nazareth of galilee and was baptized by john in the jordan and just as jesus was coming up out of the water he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him and a voice came from heaven you are my son the beloved with you i am well pleased the gospel of the lord Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you all in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. And Happy New Year. We have entered into 2021. And it is a year that we hope and trust will bring healing and vaccines all around. And eventually life lived a little more in person. I cannot wait to see you face to face in our sanctuary. I can't wait to hear our voices singing and praying together. I can't wait to be able to maybe even shake your hand or hug you tight. I know we still have some time physically apart before that will be able to happen, but it will happen. Today in this new year, we get to start at the beginning of a new gospel. We begin in Mark's gospel. And we will spend most of this year in Mark's Gospel, which to me always feels like it's in a hurry. Mark's Gospel is this fast-paced, rather brief, sort of crash course on what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And this year in Mark's Gospel, we will meet a very human Jesus who does some very human things like learning as he goes along, being disappointed by his friends, agonizing over his fate, crying out to God with this sense of feeling abandoned, while all at the same time proclaiming and ushering in the kingdom of God, all at the same time healing the sick, feeding the hungry, forgiving sins, welcoming the left out, challenging everything that stands against the will and love of God. In Mark's Gospel, Jesus will travel across all of Palestine, announcing God's kingdom of grace and mercy and forgiveness. And as he travels, he will cross all sorts of boundaries, geographical boundaries, ethnic boundaries, religious boundaries. He will challenge the status quo particularly the ideas about who has access to God. A well-known Lutheran preacher, Nadia Bolts Weber, suggests that Jesus starts and then carries out his ministry by shaking up our religious etch-a-sketch. All those lines that we draw between us and God, between us and others, between others and God, all the sort of boxes or cages we construct through our religion, Jesus shakes them up and they disappear. I love that. Jesus shakes up our religious etch-a-sketch and all of our made-up boundaries around God's love or our worth or our worthiness or our neighbors. Jesus defies them, crosses them. Jesus erases them. And then Jesus shows us who God really is beyond our lines, bigger than our cages, more expansive than we can ever really fully imagine or comprehend. Jesus, our truth is ever and always crossing the boundaries we've drawn in judgment of ourselves or others while also telling the truth about us, about our sin, about the ways that we turn away from our discipleship, the ways we turn away from our neighbor, the ways we turn away from God's welcome and forgiveness too. All of who Jesus is, his truth for us and about us, I think is wrapped up in the promises of baptism. Every baptism is a celebration Every baptism is a celebration not of our successes, our human accomplishments in faith, but rather every baptism is a celebration of God's faithfulness to us. Baptism is about what God is up to in us and for us. And both of our scripture readings for today speak of this truth, this promise, that God is at work in and for us. As we first heard the story of creation in Genesis, The wind of God blows over the face of the earth, over the waters and brings order. God makes light. The word for wind in this Genesis story is ruha, a wonderful Hebrew word that also means breath and spirit. It is the root word, the idea behind the Holy Spirit that descends upon Jesus at his baptism too. The wind, the breath, the spirit of God also flows on each of us. God's promise is spoken to you and me. You are my child, my beloved, with you I am well pleased, God says to Jesus. Reminiscent of the breath of God over creation. Remember when God said, it is good? God says to Jesus, you are my beloved. Jesus, the beloved, who will become Jesus, the Messiah. In Genesis, God out of love creates, In baptism, God out of love names and claims and promises. God's truth, God's love, God's presence, these are all proclaimed in our baptism too. Promises are spoken by God, but promises are also spoken by parents and sponsors, by the whole assembly, whether in our sanctuary or as of late in homes and in backyards. Promises are proclaimed and our voices join God's voice in making them. And it is pure grace to make such promises to an infant or a child or an 85-year-old, my oldest baptism as of yet. What pure grace it is to surround someone with such open-ended promises, to love and support and encourage, to teach and serve alongside, We don't ask infants, of course, to recite how they will fulfill their faith calling in life. And even when older children or adults are baptized, we only ask if they desire to be baptized. The rest is up to God, to us as we surround them. Baptism is a gift full of promises. The cross of Christ placed on our forehead is an identifying mark that the Holy Spirit will be at work in us forever. God loves us, of course, long before such promises are spoken, before that cross is placed on our forehead. But what a gift it is to celebrate it, to enact and witness and receive this gift. Many years ago now, while I was in seminary, I had the opportunity to study in Egypt. It's hard to imagine travel such as that right now, but such opportunities will come again. While I was in Egypt, I had an opportunity to learn about and interact with the Coptic Christians who live there. They're a very small percentage of the population, less than 10% of a dominantly Muslim culture. As with any small minority, those Coptic Christians often experience injustice and prejudice just because they're different. It was certainly true in the past for the Copts and is true in many ways still today. was shocking for me to learn that their most common form of work and limited means of survival was in sorting garbage in the landfills. Because their identity as Coptic Christians often brings more judgment and less opportunity, I was particularly moved by their tradition of tattooing a cross on their wrist. Even children receive this identifying Mark at a very young age, this outward sign of their faith. I was so moved, in fact, that I got one of my own, as many of you know. By the way, I was 23 years old when I got this tattoo. It's a very permanent thing to all of you teenagers out there whose parents are shaking their heads right now. Sorry, mom and dad. But for me, this cross, this cross is a reminder of my certain and unwavering identity as a child of God. My faith may waver, my faithfulness certainly does, but my identity is sure and promised forever. When, as a pastor, I get to make the sign of the cross on a forehead of one being baptized, or with a blessing of healing, or in an anointing at the end of life, or on Ash Wednesday with words of mortality and promise, or on my own daughter's forehead every night. That cross is a mark of identity. Even if the only time in the world can see that mark is on Ash Wednesday, it remains. The cross of our belovedness is always there. The promises of God's love and grace, the promises of hope and forgiveness, they're all right there. Yes, we can go through life ignoring those promises, behaving as if they aren't true, but God never stops calling us back into them. God never stops welcoming us with words of love into the fullness of our identity as God's own. God in Christ is always erasing the etch-a-sketch lines we draw that separate us from God, that separate us from one another. God is always shaking up our fear and uncertainty reminding us that we belong to God and that every day is a new day in Christ. Every day is a new day for us to become bolder proclaimers of God's love and mercy and justice. Every day is a new day for us to shine light in our world. Martin Luther says that every day in the waters of baptism, we are awakened to be a new person in Christ. Every day, the promises of God shine on us Every day, God desires to create us anew. The cross of Christ is marked on your forehead. It is there, even if you forgot about it, even if you've ignored it, even if you really think you just aren't worthy of it. It's there, and it holds the promises of grace and love and forgiveness. It's a mark of God's faithfulness to you. You are marked with the cross of Christ forever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our hymn of the day is hymn number 451, We Are Baptized in Christ Jesus. Guided by Christ made known to the nations, let us offer our prayers for the church, for the world, and for all people. After each petition, we will sing together, Lord, listen to your children praying. We pray for the church throughout the world and its leaders that your whole church would be guided by your Holy Spirit in proclamation of the forgiveness of sins. We pray for your creation, O God, for wilderness and water, for wind and wild beasts, for all living things on earth. May your goodness be revealed through creation, and may your people be faithful stewards who care for all that you have we pray to the Lord. Nations of the world. We pray for laborers. We pray for those who work day and night. We pray for peacemakers, especially those who work and serve amid strife. Inspire all people to use their strength and wisdom wisely, justly, and mercifully. We pray, O oh God, for the sick and for those who provide medical care. We pray for those who are imprisoned and those who show them mercy. We pray for the lonely and those who provide them companionship. And we pray for all who suffer. Oh God, that you would show compassion, especially this day on Brad Wozniak and Levi Miller. We pray to the Lord. gathered virtually this day. We pray for students and educators returning to school, for those who find themselves too in need of renewal in their daily work. May all know your love, O God, and may they know their belovedness. We thank you for the faithfully departed who now rest from their labors May their witness inspire us in our baptismal vocations. Hear our prayers, O God, spoken and silent, for the sake of the one who dwells among us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. We pray to the Lord. of the lord be with you always
2: and also with you
0: we invite you to share a sign of peace with any you may be gathered with this morning as we send you our love and peace to you all peace be with you peace we thank you for your continued generosity for all the ways that you support the work of helping those in need here in our community, in the ongoing work, too, of our Savior's Lutheran Church. Your support is vital as we continue to follow in the ways and work of Jesus. We welcome your offerings to OSL and to our shared ministry. You are invited to send in your offering to our church office or to use our online giving option. You can find a link to that on our website at oslme.com. We now sing together our offertory, let the vineyards be fruitful. us pray. Oh God, receive these gifts as you receive us, like a mother receives her child, with arms open wide. Nourish us anew in you tender care and empower us in faithful service to tend to others with that same love. Through Jesus Christ, our saving grace. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus has taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. I invite you to share now with anyone gathered together this morning in your homes to share this sacrament of Holy Communion, to be reminded of your belovedness, to remind one another of God's love to the body of Christ is given for you, the blood of Christ is shed for you. Our special music this morning is offered by an ensemble of our kids' choir. The body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. Christ Jesus, at this table we have feasted on your very life and are strengthened for our journey. Send us forth from this banquet, nourished in body and in spirit, to proclaim your good news and to serve others in your name. Amen now as you go forth into the rest of this day may you go forth with this blessing god the creator strengthen you jesus the beloved fill you and the holy spirit the comforter keep you in peace amen i share with you now just a few brief announcements to brief you the ministers of osl the first of which is an adult education opportunity. I'm excited to share with you um, that that new um, online virtual series is available today, a three-week series, in fact, presented by Pastor Don Wisner. We have produced this um, three-session series in which Pastor Don um, considers what are the essentials of an authentic church in and for the world. The title for this Reflection series is Worshiping God in a Strange Land. This series is made possible um, by a grant from our OSL Mission Endowment Fund. You can find a link to this presentation series on our website under the growing tab in adult education. I remind you that matins morning prayer continues to happen every wednesday morning via zoom with pastor sarah you are welcome to join in please contact pastor sarah um, to learn how to do so finally i remind you that if you have any prayer concerns or would like to uh, visit virtually with one of our parish nurses or over the phone with one of your pastors we are here for you please reach out to us all our contact information can be found on our website at oslme.com and you certainly can connect with our church office uh, to be then connected with us as well our worship concludes this day um, as we sing our final sending hymn baptized and set free hymn number 453 but before we do that I just wanna say a big word of thank you to my very talented colleague, Pastor Sarah Miller, who is serving as our accompanist today, and to um, Nathan Miller, again, for sharing special music. We are the trio here leading this uh, virtual worship and recording this service today, and I am grateful to you both. Thank you. Once again, our final sending hymn is baptized and set free hymn number 453. Go now in peace. Be the light of Christ. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.